When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Julia Show, Friday edition, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Stephanie March is in for Julia today. Julia back on Monday. Before we move on, want to tell you about our ninth annual Food for Families Drive, presented by CoburnsDelivers.com and Green Mill Restaurant and Bar. And, of course, benefits Second Harvest Heartland. And a Tuesday of next week, Lori and Julia will be in Northeast. They'll be at Lush Bar. Three to six, Grant Whitaker is going to stop by. And if you can bring a donation of a non-perishable food item, we would be uh, greatly appreciative. More information to go to the uh, website and use the keyword food. Okay? Okay, done. <laughs> what are you doing over there, Lori? She's okay, got stuff. What are you I've doing? I've got, you know, my side baby um, uh, arm cushion on. Yes, the arm in a sling. It is not easy to move in this studio. <laughs> Tiny space when you're like, hooked up to one thing, thing and then I'm, I'm trapped okay. by a cord. And I'm just, Stephanie, please, would you open my bottle of yeah, water? Yeah. Can you do this? Now we're going to yeah. play Shazam. I was going to put some lipstick on. Yeah, because God knows the people on Facebook. Right, we are. Yes, you can watch us. Uh, watch them play Beach Shazam on Facebook. We my mom loves that. this. She does. Hi, Hi Monte. Hi, Monte. Right, here we go. You guys know that song? Time for Lori and Julia oh. to beat Beach Shazam. Now, now, Steph March has played this, and she's done pretty well. I think I was bad. <laughs> Steph March is really lousy. really lousy at, at this, this, maybe. I maybe I've just lowered your expectations uh, I think appropriately. That's reverse psychology. She's <laughs> playing a game with you, Laurie. All right, here we go, guys. Okay. I need the okay. artist as we travel through the decades, the 60s. The time to hesitate is through. Oh, we know this. I'm sure you Is it the doors? Tie. It is the doors. doors. That was a tie. That's a tie. Okay. Okay, Half fine. a point. Okay. Half a point each. All right. Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. And the doors. And the doors. Yes. Okay. Oh, Here so we go. Seventies. Oh, um, uh, this is uh, not Steppenwolf, but no. Leonard Skinner. Yes. Yeah, no, no, no. Just no, kidding. No, no, no. It's um, BTO. Uh, uh, nope. Uh, it is. Uh, uh, I literally don't know. <laughs> I know it. I know you know it. I the birds. No, no, no. It's uh, it's Leonard Skinner. No, no I said, said that. that. Okay, no, Alabama. No, no, it's not no, Alabama. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Time is up. That is Grand Funk. Grand yes, Funk. I would never have pulled that out. Funk. No, okay. no. All right. So it's still a half a point apiece here okay. as we move into okay. the 80s. That is really pathetic. Casey and the Sunshine Band. Uh, no. 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 I never knew who sang this song, but I always liked it. Well, Commodores? Uh, oh. Commodores. Commodores. That's 80s? Is correct. That is 80s. That doesn't feel 80s. 80s. Yeah, I'm sorry it is. <laughs> 
All right, a point and a, a, point and a half for Point and a half. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. All right, this next one from the 90s. This is pretty easy. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Oh, this is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, I think uh, Smarchy got, got it. that. Smarchy got it. Stephanie got it. So we got a point and a half and a point and a half. So this I couldn't think of his name. Uh, but you did well <laughs> with basically. Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy <laughs> Jeff, if That's you want right. to get oh. it all the way down. Oh. Okay. All right, this is the tiebreaker. Okay, tiebreaker. As we move into the uh, decade of the 2000s, here we go. I just want to look good for you, good Oh, Ariana Grande. No, no. Oh, uh, Debbie, or what's her name? Selena Gomez. Yes, Selena yeah. Gomez was the right answer. Touch my body. Touch right. my body. Oh, yes. I was, yeah, she's saying that on Touch Saturday. my couch. Touch your little burrito you're holding there. Don't it feels like you have a burrito <laughs> under your arm. Don't touch my arm. No. You can't believe how many people love to touch my arm. I, touch well, it right like, there. Yeah, they go, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lori was the winner. Oh, that's Lori fine. Won. Good job. <laughs> That's where you play Beaches M on Friday. Yeah, okay. By the way, you know, yesterday the big gossip was we actually had sports gossip. Oh, from sort the of. Warriors Raptors game. Beyonce having the face because the lady was talking over to ask Jay Z a question, and people were like, the beehive swarmed that lady who was the owner's wife and was simply asking, What would you like to drink? And do you want to lime with that? But Beyonce, and the beehive went nuts. They went nuts. They swarmed this woman. She had to make her Insta private. She had to come out and say, I was just asking for a drink. And then I had to ask him, do you want to line with that? Because we don't have floor service at the Golden State Warriors games. Oh, my God. And she just was like, and, you know, like freaking out because her phone just started blowing up. Beyonce, of course, has not spoken about it, but her publicist did issue a statement. She said they, she, she, they, they took the beehive to task for spewing hate against Nicole Curran. And uh, she, publicist Yvette Noel Shore, she's Beyonce's longtime publicist because Beyonce doesn't speak. She only speaks She doesn't music. speak, right, right, right. She condemned the action. She said she understands the love for Beyonce, runs deep, but love has to be given to every human. Okay. <laughs> and she shared a loved up snap of Beyonce and Jay-Z on the stage and added, I'm looking back at the start of the on the run tour one year ago. So she took the time to pimp, you know, like something else. So that makes the, you know, apology not quite as strong that she's, you know, <laughs> and by the way, yeah, the tour anyway. Every single day on that tour, we saw love, which is why I want to speak to the beautiful beehive. I know your love runs deep, but that love has to be given to everyone. We love you. So she, they didn't really so there specifically yeah. take them to task for that. It wasn't like, hey, peeps, let's just calm it down a little yeah, bit. There, that's what they should have said. Well, exactly. now the big question is, will that wife and her husband invite Beyonce and her husband to sit courtside? Yeah, tonight? right. Oh. What do you think? Oh. See now the Maybe. best. What do I think? No, yeah. I'm going to say no. You're going to say no. They're no. not invited. She, and I, she put her foot. Or she put her. She I wore thigh she high golden boots. No, I, I, the boots are like, spectacular. Jay Z, I'm not going to another game. No, no. <laughs> I think it's Nicole Curran, the wife of the owner. She stamped her gold thigh high boot, and she said, "I'm so not, not inviting not, them. We're not ever doing that again. again. Oh, we're not doing that again. We're okay, not doing okay. that again." Mm-hmm. And. 
Got nothing to do with Beyonce could really care less. She's probably got a good Friday night plan. She yeah. already gave a weekday night to basketball for uh, heaven's sake. Yeah. And then, you know, so anyway, yeah. we did watch that video and she did. You could read her lips. Do you want to lime with, with that? that? But what? So I mean, I don't understand what they so were freaking li- about. Because just because did did Bay have like a weird little face? Did she pull like a mm thing? Or? Well, you could tell she was annoyed that it she was leaning over over her? her. Okay, and maybe you know, maybe it had maybe she'd leaned over several other times. Okay. Maybe you right. know she'd already asked them once for a water or a drink or whatever. And then I think it was at the point where Beyonce we. We we called it, it was a slight shove, just like how you'll kind of, you know, like when someone's getting in your space and you and give you kinda, them, uh. Casey does this at concerts sometimes, like if we're, someone's getting too close, he'll deliberately like, it, give him an yeah. elbow jab. I've seen Julia yeah. do it too. Yeah. She's very good at asserting her space. I just tend to stand with my legs yeah, I do more too. wide, you yeah. know, and I don't use my arms. But some people. Oh, so you're saying that she did that to the woman? We posted it yesterday okay. on the My Tech I gotta page. Look at it. I gotta look me, at it. And to me, it just looked like it was just a gentle. The beehive went nuts. Oh. Uh, but see, that's why her her publicist can't specifically say that because then she has to acknowledge the the you know, biatch, get out of my space, shove. Yeah. So this way they just this did way it. they just do it wrapped like- in a package with the bow and hey, settle down. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. 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 All right, listen, we come back. We got random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, here's a random question for you, Stephanie. This is from Stacy. She has a bootleg question. Okay. Is the greeny cocktail at Tony Jaro's a version of the boot? bootleg cocktail no it's that's a little bit more limey than it is minty i think uh they at least they they uh, the greenie is it's unto itself okay you can buy greenie juice by the way at certix what is a greenie again so tony jaro's riverside garden and bar yes i've been there forever fantastic Um, uh, a hole in the wall place it's great i can't actually tell you what's in there because i've never been dissected it or figured it out i think it is I mean, here's the deal. I think it's basically food coloring and like super sweet, limey kind of corn syrup. Uh-huh. And then Everclear because it okay. really is like a thing that all of a sudden you wake up and you're on the other side of town. <laughs> Did you say Everclear? Maybe. Everclear. Whoa. Maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. How about this? Today is na- National Donut Day. Did you have a donut today? I did because they were everywhere I turned. Okay. <laughs> and mm, I was like, yeah. donuts. I don't, <laughs> and I am like the random human who does not. I just, I don't have a hype thing for the donut thing. You don't? I don't like have like the, oh my God, donuts. Okay. Well, here, only 1% of people in a recent survey said they hate all donuts. Yeah. The three favorite types of donuts are glazed, Boston cream, and chocolate frosted. Okay, a Boston cream like donut though, like yeah, I would have a hard time turning that down. You would, yeah. Okay, and would you ever cut a donut in half and not eat the whole thing? I'm from Minnesota, so yes, yes. Thirty four percent say Come no on. way. No, didn't you? On my instant what? story, I there is there literally. I walked around the office today and took pictures of all the half donuts. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because that's nobody wants to eat a whole donut, and then they go back and eat the other half. Yeah, they will cut it infinitely smaller yes. until they've eaten the whole, the whole donut. thing. It just feels easier. And to then eat you it. leave like a 0.48 percent of it. Of a donut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you did cut a donut in half, people say they 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 do it to share it with somebody yeah, else. Yeah. That's the thought. That's a Minnesota way. Like, yeah. oh, I don't want to take the whole, whole donut. donut. Oh, crepes! No, you have part of the donut too. <laughs> Yeah. 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 56% of us have brought donuts into work before, and just over half of us think more highly of our coworkers when they do bring in free donuts. Of course. I mean, yes. Do you know the root of uh, Donut Day? That it goes back to 1938? This is one of those holidays that goes way back. It's for real? Yeah. It's it's not an Instagram gimmick holiday. Okay. It was started by the Salvation Army. And it goes all the way back to 1938 to celebrate the ladies of World War One who uprooted their lives and moved to France to be nurses, n- not even nurses, oh. but they were there to sort of be comfort for the soldiers and they would make donuts for them oh and they would gosh. like have letters. They, they would give them a place to write letters and they had they would help them do their laundry quickly or you know what I mean? Oh Those kind gosh. of things Were they called donut. Ladies? They called them the donut dolls. Oh, my gosh. And they so they had these little huts sent up in France in the rural parts of France. And then the, they would the servicemen would come and just kind of for comfort. Yeah. And they would make the donuts. It would so feel they, like home yeah. like, to smell the baking. Yeah. So in 1938, they did a, uh, they honored them by starting this National Donut Day, and they also were using it to raise funds for the people in the Great Depression. Okay. Now, we have learned a lot of random stuff See? in 17 years, <laughs> like, and we've probably celebrated Donut Day 16. Yes. Yeah, never uh, never knew no, that. Never, it's a real holiday. Is the donut an American idea? Uh no, I mean every I think cunt, every cunt, everybody has a fried iteration. dough situation. Just everybody's like everybody, got a dumpling. Yeah, everybody's dumpling. got you know, okay. yeah, some kind of a pot pie. Yeah, type like of a zeppoli in in Italy. You it's know. about a don. It's about a, a bag when of they grow up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Twenty-two yeah. percent uh, of people think donuts are the best food to post on Insta. Your thoughts? I mean, they get a lot of likes. Let's be clear. Like, no, but today was a little overloaded. I literally had to take a break. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't want to see everybody's donuts. Yeah. But they get a lot of likes. Yeah. People like them. It's like a burger, a donut, and then pizza. an over crazy shake. People, those are, those are to pizza, me. Pizza, says uh, pizza, and then ice cream, according yeah. to this. I think an survey. ice cream cone that's piled like at the cover of our magazine, actually, right now. For June, yeah. That is very much. Yeah, on trend. On trend. We like it. Bon bon. Um, now, how do you spell? donut i i okay so here's the thing <laughs> i really wanted to spell it d-o-u-g-h-n-u-t i want to in my grammar houndy heart but i don't have time no so i d-o-n-u-t yeah well 57 yeah. percent yeah. spell it that way and 43 spell it with dough, dough. and then nut nut i think i've always spelled it d-o-n-u-t what are yeah. the restaurants i think they says i think most people spell it d-o-n-u-t but then there's like bogart's donuts which is a great place in south minneapolis and mm-hmm. they Spell it out. They do. They do. Full. But most most franchises spell it D-O-N-U-T, don't they? Yeah. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Donuts. Duncan is D-O-N-U-T? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
don't know. I don't know. I got offered a donut today. I said, oh, I don't know if I'm going to have that donut. And then I went back and I said, cut me a piece. <laughs> cut me a donut. piece. Cut See? me a piece of the yeah. donut. It was Crepes, just, I don't want the whole thing. No. But, <laughs> It was the size of a big man's fist. Yeah. It was a huge donut. And then I ended up thinking I was only going to eat the top that had the um, frosting. Yeah. And then throw away the rest. Yeah. It was so delicious and light and fluffy. So you're very much about the frosting, mostly. See, for me, I I like a good cake donut, though. Don't get me wrong. Like a good crusty on the outside cake donut. Warmed up with a pat of butter. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Hey, can I give you a quick question or answer? Somebody sent me what the recipe for the Tony Jaros, what oh, it actually is. It. So it's actually limeade syrup or snow cone juice. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, so the limeade oh, snow cone juice. disguises yes, the Everclear. With vodka. They say vodka. Mm-hmm. And this one says a little bit of Tom Collins mix for the tartness and then a little bit of like Sprite or 7-Up. All right. So there you go. Okay. Now this, um, were you ever really um, uh, one of those crazy women about uh, your guys, like a bachelor party? Did you ever have any kind of a fit about that? Okay. So there's uh, a a gal in Australia posted a list on Facebook. Why is it always Australia? Because they're nuts. (laughs) It's like Florida and Australia. They're the Florida of the world. Uh, Her (laughs) husband is going to a friend's bachelor party, and here's what she had to say. She's like, and somebody took screenshots of this. I'm more than happy for him to go. But I was thinking of writing a list of rules for all the men to follow. Let me know if I've missed something. No drugs, no alcohol, no strippers, no dancers, no women. All phones need to be tracked at all times. No swearing, midnight curfew, and no hurting each other, including play wrestling. Now, I will say this. In Australia, they do the hen yeah. party. And uh, I remember the one time when I was in Sydney seeing one of that and uh, the the guy party. Mm-hmm. They had the bachelor in a prison suit with a ball and chain. They go all out in okay, Australia. So they this go is crazy. Not, yeah, yeah. But anyway, her friends told her, you're terrible. She is. <laughs> she yeah. is. It, this is a terrible idea. You yeah. can't control him. No. I do know one bride-to-be way back when I was in my 20s. Um, she uh, put a ban on strippers. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, if you're going to ban but something. But they were coming to the house. And I, we actually went to the house to spy in the bachelor party to make sure no strippers came. It kind of was. We were peeking in the window and they weren't doing anything except drinking. Do you know that in playing poker in Japan, you can pay someone to take your place at like the bachelor party as a bridesmaid because they, because it gets, because the bridesmaids are supposed to drink for the bride so that she doesn't get so lushy. And so they take, so they, it's like a job. Job. Like you can pay someone to come and do the drinking for you. Okay. I know. So cool. <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, that that is that. really random. Yeah. All right, listen, we come back. You know, yesterday we talked about it. Madonna wasn't happy with her New York Times profile. Right. And, um, well, there's just a little bit more to say about it. If you watched any of the morning shows this morning, you saw the Jonas Brothers tearing it up on the Today Show. They sounded so great. They're just cute. They played <laughs> They could, like, do they anything. They played their first three hits from their new album, and every single one of those songs was really good. Was it and a banger? The Plaza was packed. Oh. It was Sucker and whatever the other two singles are, but really good. 
Really, really good. They had a cute, they were just promoing the heck out of them. And then um, uh, they didn't uh, they didn't have anything on Madonna on the Today Show, but uh, GMA covered it. And that was earlier this week. The New York Times Magazine came out with their profile titled Madonna at 60. Mm. And mm-hmm. um, Madonna, <laughs> Madonna uh, let us know on Instagram yesterday to say that she was disappointed in the article was an understatement and she wished she hadn't spent five minutes with the with the woman, this Vanessa Greek or Diaz is her name. She apparently has a reputation of making so one one blogger said she's known for her hit pieces. For the New York Times. That woman? This this particular. Yeah. I did read the story finally in its entirety because I kind of thought at, when I read the like the cliff notes that the Huffington Post yeah, yeah. did like this sort of. I liked what Madonna was saying, but I ha- didn't read the whole thing. The reporter references herself, 50, I, 52 times and aging was referenced 40 times. Uh-huh. Like I wanted to ask Madonna about menopause. Well, we might it might be in this story. Let's okay. see what the GMA story says. Madonna on fire over this just released New York Times magazine profile entitled Madonna at 60. The pop superstar posting on Instagram to say that I was disappointed in the article would be an understatement. It makes me feel raped. And yes, I'm allowed to use that analogy, having been raped at the age of 19. The notoriously private singer taking aim at the writer, Vanessa Gregoriadis, who spent months shadowing her, a move Madonna now says she regrets. I'm sorry I spent five minutes with her. The singer adding, the journalist who wrote this article chose to focus on trivial and superficial matters, such as the ethnicity of my stand-in, and never-ending comments about my age, which would never have been mentioned had I been a man. In the article, Grigoriadis complimentary of Madonna's looks, writing, Despite unforgiving paparazzi shots of the work on her face, she was shockingly beautiful up close. At various points, the journalist making direct and indirect references to Madonna's age. The sex bomb at 60 was slightly less than bionic. And I realized I couldn't ask her about anything as personal as menopause, but I had to broach the topic of aging. Why? Yeah, I exactly. Well, I know, and and you know, I got it after I read the whole thing. I I understood where Madonna was coming from in the sense that age was a continual theme through the entire. You did because you read the whole thing. I read the whole thing. Forty. I couldn't ask her about menopause, and and, I mean, we talked about it yesterday. Mm. And it's like, well, would you ask Mick Jagger? Does he prefer Cialis or Viagra? Would you ask Bob Dylan? Yeah. How is right? it that you keep doing, you know, different, like Bob Dylan is, you know, makes music. He does different things. I mean, he's, anyway, it was interesting. And then I thought, I, I, yeah, the, the album doesn't drop until next week, her album. Okay. Um. So the, the fourth song, is it the fourth song, Donnie, that uh, we're getting? I believe so, yeah. Um, it dropped today. And. Uh, I liked a lot of what Madonna said. Like at one point, Madonna said to the reporter, why are you so focused on aging? Why don't you just live your life and don't? Because the reporter kept trying to. This Vanessa. Yeah, she kept trying to say, uh, you know, because I'm an older mom at the playground and you're an older mom at the playground. And then the reporter does reflect, I should I really be asking Madonna for a shoulder to. It was very. So personal, like so about her and less about. 
Well, you know, and her maybe like coloring. Well, obviously her perspective. And there are writers who do that really well, but you still have to filter that to tell the story because it's not about you. Yeah. I anyway, mean, like you want to tell. Uh, nobody we, wants to. We read talked about, about it yesterday. And oh. We felt very much that like guys are not asked so much aging stuff. No, I, I guess I was surprised why a female writer would ask the question. And that is what Madonna yeah. said. Who knows if if it was. I know people are touchy about the word menopause. We probably should probably take back that word like we've tried to take back liberal. Yeah. You know, and that it not mean a bad thing. But yeah. there's this connotation, I guess. And um, uh, but anyway, I that and counted i brought my highlighters yeah good for you and i highlighted how many times reporters said i and how many times aging in some form of the conversation was brought up like when she said despite all the unflattering paparazzi shots of all the work she's had done on her face madonna's astonishingly beautiful in person I, the shockingly, yeah. When she, I was just read that thing. Why, I was why, like, why she is it have shockingly? Just said she's astonishing, beautiful person. Just that. Yeah. She didn't need to preface it with the yeah. other statement. Or just like she's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I also like this thing. It says in the article, uh, Vanessa, the reporter, appears to take exception with Madonna stating she felt raped after songs from her 2015 album Rebel Heart leaked. And this is the quote from this woman saying, it didn't feel right to explain that women these days were trying not to use that word metaphorically. That is like a scold. Yeah. That's well, a finger waggy scold it of is, like not I, listening. And I don't like it when people use, the, I think only rape is rape. Yeah. It's not, it wouldn't be the adjective that I go to, but I also haven't been raised, I, raped. I don't have Madonna's experience, you know, where she has talked about yeah. that she was raped when she was 19 and didn't report it. So, you know, that would be my one thing was that I wish she would not use that word. But yes, the reporter that she puts that aside in the that article. Exactly. That's my she said that that was her own personal, like, you know, sort of take on that. That's not the same thing as understanding and listening. Yeah, I mean, why didn't, well, just actually, say, why didn't she just say to her, yeah. why do you use that word? Yeah. That's going to be provoke That's a, like yeah. metaphorically. Like you didn't question. mind bringing up in the article that you had the thought bubble to ask Madonna about menopause and what yeah. is she using? Is she on any lady hormone? Yeah. <laughs> you know? But you can't ask that. It didn't feel right to, and to explain to her. Yeah. As if she may not have known that. But, like, Madonna does what Madonna wants to do. Well, Madonna scolded her. And then Miley Cyrus yesterday, uh, she called out a journalist over a negative review of her new album that is called, uh, it's called She's Coming, and a music critic called it A Directionless Hot Mess. And and, uh, Lizzo did this, you know, a a few weeks ago, calling out the reviewer. I I just think that's a mistake. Uh, Why bother? Why bother? Yeah, you, uh, Miley, I'm sorry. Not everybody's going to like Has it. Has anyone scolded you in a tweet out loud about a restaurant review? I get texts. You'd get texts. And I get yeah. letters. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's, they can disagree, but we tend to do most positive things anyway. But, yeah. but there are things where you're like, oh, you know, this was a little expensive. And then some people come back or yeah, right. say things. But I also think that it's so, I, I don't understand the role of the music critic necessarily because, like, for food, Oh, I love the role of the music. They have to review the concerts. We wanted their review on their albums, the songs. It's no different than a movie critic or an art critic or any kind of critic. Yeah, I guess I feel like when you have a fan. No, and I mean, I get the idea of it. I just, for me, it's like Lizzo's 
people are going to be like, well, they're not going to read those criticism people. Was if you don't make music, you can't criticize music, which oh. was a really ridiculous thing. No, that's that's stupid. And Miley, it was just having a big uh, tantrum because. Uh, the reviewer referred to her mom Tish as Trish. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> oh dear! And oh dear! I get, I guess, yeah. more where Madonna is coming from, and then also yeah. she thought, well, maybe keep the, you know, she keep just the fires keep up the and, fire yeah. going. But she, you could tell because, like she said, this woman came into my world. Yeah, like oh. she was invited to Portugal. Yes. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, Ugh. she's not happy today. And Vanessa, the New York Times is standing by their story. In fact, they're doubling down. Yeah, the New York Times. Are they really? Yeah. Well, this was yesterday. A, they, this is a different person. No, well, it's not the reporter. Right, I know okay. it's the New York Times, isn't it? Though, yeah, yeah it is yeah. in the style section. Yeah. So it's uh, not a comment from the reporter, and it's not like from their uh, ombudsman or whatever. Yeah. But this is. Someone else that's a fellow reporter at the style section in here. For those of us who've grown up with Madonna, it feels unlikely we could learn something new about her. Okay. Because she's, again, another open dig. Yeah. Feels like a dig. Yeah. But in the magazine, the, the magazine this week, I did learn some things uh, about Madonna. She's grown even more remote. She's always been a bit inarticulate even as she stays in the popular imagination and in playlists. It's interesting to hear fresh perspectives about the line that AIDS has played in her life and what the limits of ambition are. Surprise, though, and a spoiler, Madonna despises this profile. Viciously and graphically described on her Instagram, although I'm unclear why. It's awful to be written about. And I think it's amplified for people who are very regimented and used to being in control of their lives. Well, that's us. Well, but Madonna is the a regimented person in control of her life, isn't she? What's wrong with that? No, it, it isn't. I'm. Uh, that's what no she is. No one would ever say that yeah. about a man. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Again, no one would ever say that about like Bob Dylan is regimented and controlled Absolutely. about everything that comes out. Yeah. Would anyone say that yeah. about him? Wouldn't even be thought of. No. No, the frame is different. Madonna, keep fighting. Now, let's listen to Dark Ballet. This is her her fourth song. The video, like she was teasing it yesterday, and it had all the Madonna, you know, the hot guy. There there seemed to be, they seemed to be in a desert or a dusty town. I saw crucifixes and and roses. I mean, I don't know. You know, this is Fado music. I don't know. Let's listen. It's a beautiful life. But I'm not concerned It's a beautiful dream But a dream is earned I can dress like a boy I can dress like a girl Keep your beautiful words Cause I'm not concerned Cause your world is such a shame Cause your world's obsessed with fame Cause your world's in so much pain Cause your world is, cause your world is up in flames And it continues like that. Yeah. Mm. So we haven't gotten the dance song from this album yet. and. Maybe well, there won't be one. Maybe there won't be one. She said she was inspired by Fado and Portuguese 
you know, and very much writing from a place of loneliness because she, like our talking to Jane Green, yeah. talking about uh, being lonely, how lonely like women might get in their late 40s, 50s, or 60s. She moved to Portugal for her son, and she did talk about that. Like, all of a sudden, I realized, I don't have any friends here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So she started um, dropping in to some photo, you know, like uh, living room sessions. Oh, People crazy. started inviting her, and it does that. That had a mournful tone. Oh yeah, that's hung <laughs> oh. words. Anyway, oh, the Madonna. album dropped next week, <laughs> and I'm sure we'll talk about Madonna again sometime next week. But when we come back, we must Hollywood's. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood, Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? Okay, so. You know, I don't really talk about sports a lot, but when this story came up last night, I just like Donnie knows me. I, I was just I sent it to him last night. Yeah, last. Sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you. Okay, so <laughs> do you know Pete Rose is? You do, yeah, obviously, yeah. baseball player. Yeah, baseball guy. He's promoting uh, another book, Play Hungry: The Making of a Baseball Player. And you know, he's banned from uh, baseball for life for gambling, mm-hmm. can't be in the US Hall of Fame, blah, blah, blah. But we're very glad he's not banned from talk radio. <laughs> so he was on a show this week and he told a funny time, funny story about Joe DiMaggio. Oh. They were on a, to a USO tour together in Vietnam. So way back way in back. the day, 1967. Mm-hmm. And it was a USO sponsored tour featuring baseball stars. And it was so hot. Sticky. Sticky. Nobody could sleep. So Pete Rose um, said, all of a sudden, Joe DiMaggio says to me, I got to take a shower. And Pete said, Joe, we're not in downtown Saigon. We're in the damn middle of the jungle. And he said, I don't give a damn. I'm Joe DiMaggio. I got to take a shower. But out in the jungle, you the only way you could take a shower was a guy to get up on a chair, have a bucket of water, <laughs> yeah. pour it in the canvas tank, pull the chain, and the guy underneath took the shower. Mm-hmm. So I gave Joe DiMaggio a shower, and then he said, and the best way to describe Joe DiMaggio in the shower is he was a penis with a man hanging from it. <laughs> what? <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that just wow? wow. There's your Marilyn Monroe moment. Wow. (laughs) The best way to describe Joe DiMaggio, he's a penis with a man hanging from it. Now, that is colorful. That is, and and kind of classy. And kind of classy in a way. I mean, just... Oh, my God. We could dine on those words for days. Days. Anyway, that was kind of funny. Um, Miranda Lambert uh, actually talked to Extra and gushed about her... Police officer husband who lives in New York while well, she lives in Nashville. And oh. He had a baby in November and, you know, they, he married Miranda in January. So, yes, you're right to raise your eyebrows because oh. everybody's auntie, mother, sister, friend would raise right. their eyebrow over yeah. that. What? You're marrying a man who just had a baby with another woman? Yeah. Two months ago? Two months ago. Are you crazy? She said, we spend time in New York. We get to see our adorable nugget. Then we get back to the farm and have the quiet life. I'm enjoying the balance. The nugget is the child. Is the child in The question. little baby. Huh. She's eight years older than he is. This is going to last forever. This is, oh, yeah. yeah, this is going to be a <laughs> five minutes. Hope she doesn't sign anything over to him. Well, I hope <laughs> she has her uh. prenup. She met him when she was performing on the GMA stage, and he was signed to protect Times Square. That's how they met. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that's right. Yeah. And, uh, of course, last week the stories were, it was the biggest mistake of her life. So this week she talked to, um, you know, extra about it. But, uh, you know, she's like, hey, I got the dogs. You got the kid. We can mix and mingle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that one is uh, someone who doesn't really understand about children uh, raising a human being. Right. Yeah. That's oh, completely, wow. she's wow. clueless. She's clueless. Yeah. yeah. And is that him trying to keep her clueless? Hey, I got you the know? dogs. You got the kids. Yeah. We can mix and mingle. Let's mix and mingle. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay. Wow, wow, wow. Anyway, Ariana Grande fans freaked out yesterday after she debuted a new hairdo. People were like going crazy uh, that she. Uh, this is performing with her hair down. This is not a drill. The signature ponytail was gone yesterday. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Please. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Please hold. Stop the presses. Stop the presses. Oh, her, the fans freaked out on Twitter. Oh, I would say, if I were Ariana Grande, I would say, uh, try have a different hairdo. You do not want to be stuck wearing that hair for, for the all rest of, of your, your life. life. Yeah. It's going to get bad. Don't get into that. You don't need to get in that, right? You're 25 years old. Have fun with your hair. Oh, my God. And she's it basically has been in a ponytail since before. For like five years. Yeah. Five long years of ponytail extensions, thigh boots, and oversized sweatshirt Yeah, it's time. Let's reinvent, girl. I I thought she looked nice with her hair down. She... She's yeah. gorgeous. She's gorgeous. And you know what? Your hair does. I mean, now, I, of course, I have short hair and I haven't had a ponytail for a long time. But your hair, you know, remember how you're like it when gets, you would wear ponytails yeah. for too long, your head yeah. would hurt. Yeah. No, that's your why I took mine hurt. down because it was like it just gets it. Your head hurts. Yeah. That's why scrunchies were invented. I know. And they're back. Yeah, and they're back. Love it. Yeah. They're back with a vengeance. Okay. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow's husband, Brad Felchuk, puts his Brentwood bachelor pad on the market for $10 million. But they still don't live together. Let's uh, Wait, get your take Gw- on this. This is Gwynny's husband? Gwynny's yeah. husband. She admitted that she and Brad don't live together yet because they're trying to navigate their blended family and be respectful of their children. His kids don't like her. Yes. Because she broke up mom and dad's marriage. Yep. <gasps> yep. That is so weird to me. That is odd, yes. To get married... Yeah, and why not get live married? together. Like, what, what's the, what's point, the of, point of getting married? Yeah, what's yeah. the point of the legal thing that's happening when there's it doesn't even it can't be reflected in like the space you're spending time. And then with. Gwyneth said, uh, you know, she said, "I've never been a stepmother before. I don't know how to do it." Oh my god! With teenage kids, you've got to tread lightly, meaning his kids. Yes, that means that right. She's messing mom, it up. She's messing it up already. That's if what that you're means. a mom, I would think you would have even a better sense of how to be a bonus mom. And yeah. I would say bonus mom over stepmom. I well, like that word better. Yeah. But but it's a bitter situation, I think, between Brad. So the kids probably do view her as a stepmom. Yeah. You act like an auntie. Well, and what's exactly? Act like exactly. an auntie. And don't get in their business. Just be there for if they want to access fun, you. You are not. Yep. You are not the discipline. Nope. You don't yeah. get to pick well, things. They've been, they've been married for almost nine months, and he's not living with her. So, where's the other? Is the other woman like his ex-wife still in the picture? Well, I mean, they. How old are those kids? Are we? Oh, teenagers. His kids are teenagers, teenagers yeah. and it took him longer to get divorced than her. Oh. Yeah. So 
And his house yeah. used to be owned by Betty Grable, just FYI. Oh, okay. It's a 1920 style home in, in, in Brentwood, California, where OJ lived. Yeah. Right on the other side oh. of the 405. <laughs> off, right off of Sunset yeah. in the 405 mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. water side. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's for $10 million. But where's he going to live? They, you never in any stories ever get, like they always talk about her kids, mm-hmm. but we never get any word. So I have a thing. I have a thing. I bet it's a court In their order. divorce thing that yeah. he's yeah. not she, to mention. They're with the mother? Well, just that there's no, they just say he has a son and a daughter. That's, that's it. it. No mm-hmm. ages. No names. Mm-hmm. Well, that's some places you might be able to find the name, can, but, but yeah, I bet you're right. I bet you that's a thing. The mother is like, I don't. They don't need to be in. She went the, back to her maiden name, oh, his ex-wife. Did. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I suppose. Well, think about that. Like, fine, go date somebody, but then go date one of the most famous people in the world. Yeah, you know what I mean? So weird. Like, that's yeah. bizarre. His kids are Isabella and Brody. Brody. Oh, okay. Yes. Can you find out how old they are? No. Doesn't really say. Doesn't. I go. Don't see their ages listed. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, uh, hmm. Arena Shake, you know, we posted her breakup outfit yesterday when she left Bel Air looking like a supermodel. Mm-hmm. She landed in, uh, I don't know where she is, but she's in a very somber but sophisticated outfit. So she's giving us a whole nother look oh, today. Oh, this is today? Yeah, giving us black turtleneck, black skirt. Wow, like a big tunicky kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, she's, she's available. She's in morning. She's available. Yep. She's not. She's not. She's not happy. Uh-uh. Uh, I mean, she's happy to be gone from B-Coop. No sadness there. We'll be 